This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. Hello there, and welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Jaime, Danny, and Lewis. So I wanted to do something a little bit different because we're going to go into this story today. My mic is going crazy right now. Um, so Danny, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey there, everyone. Good to see you today. I am back from dying on my way to my home planet. Yeah, last week... Uh... He uh he died on the way I died on the way he to died my, on the, he died on the way to his home planet and we I, had to use the dragon balls to bring him back so here we are I'm sorry I'm and so, Lewis I'm sorry you wasted your one wish on me oh fuck <laughs> no, well, well hold on we'll get that more. was we'll get more. is one wish we'll get more and now I have to go get him myself to get the other wish big booty bitches but, you know, hey Lewis go ahead and introduce yourself oh it's the Nerdlish podcast. Wherever you may be, wherever you are listening to us from, whether it's through Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google it is a Anchor. wonderful Wednesday evening, sir. Oh, guess what? What? What do we got? Oh, we got a trailer that dropped this morning, and I was pretty surprised that they dropped it because it came out of left field. It sure did. We only got the first official yeah. pictures today, or yesterday and then followed no, right no no they what? dropped today no the, the okay, pictures the, dropped today the, the and then the trailer drops like two hours later right was this the trailer you were looking for god damn right it was <laughs> well done i love that thank you um so obi-wan kenobi released this uh today showed us uh Ooh. some inquisitors which i'm very interested about um but there was a little controversy regarding the inquisitors and how they looked Versus uh, Revenge of the Sith to what they look like now, which we'll kind of get into that. But first, uh, takeaways from, we all watched the trailer, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. What did you guys think? Give me your thoughts, Danny. Uh, it was great. Um, I know I had my reservations about the series, which I'll go into in a minute. Uh, well, I guess maybe I'll just start with that real quickly. I mean... I wanted to see a trailer. I wanted to see some footage because it's coming out in just over two months. And I'm like, where's the teaser? Where's anything? You know, normally you get like a big campaign ahead of time. Uh, but it, seeing the trailer, it was awesome. What really got me was all the music. You know, they did the um, Duel of the Fates, the main theme. Uh, I believe it's called Battle of the Heroes from uh, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, and opened with a great line with Obi-Wan going, we lost, you know, we lost the war, or we lost the battle, whatever it was. Uh, I just thought it looked awesome. I can't wait to see it. That Darth Vader breathe, uh, breathing sound at the end. Uh, I'm looking forward to the show. It's looking great. I hope it stays great. And um, yeah, the Inquisitors, which I think we'll get into, or more so the Grand Inquisitor. I think they should have got back Jason Isaacs, but uh, hopefully we'll get some cool combat. Although, maybe you guys could remind me, um, the Grand Inquisitor, spoilers, dies in Rebels, correct? Doesn't he die fighting... Uh, Season one. Yeah, like yeah, with Freddie Prince Jr., right, Kanan? Correct. Okay, so this is obviously before that, because I don't think they're going to change the canon 
But uh, I'm all for this, and I hope it's great, and it looks pretty great. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I'm, I'm trying to find, there was a, um, there was a post on Reddit, and uh, it, it gave the music, but, for, but before I get into that, uh, it gives you what songs were in the, in the trailers. Uh, Lewis, give us your thoughts. Uh, okay. So the, as the young one, as, as the, hmm, I really should say as the Padawan of the group, when it comes to Star Wars stuff, uh, I, I'm excited. I am ready to, to, to fill in the gap sort of, of what the hell happened to Obi-Wan between Ewan McGregor and Alex Guinness. And we'll figure out, I guess, what, what you know, depending on how long the series is. Uh, we'll figure that out uh, along the way. Uh, I think, honestly, there is not one part of that trailer that didn't make me want to uh, nostalgia cry. Even though, like, I, I, I think I've seen the original trilogy the least, and that's saying something because I'm, I'm just revisiting. I did what Danny did. I'm revisiting all the movies before Obi Wan comes out. Hopefully, so. I'll, I'll see how far I get. Hopefully, I at least get to New Hope before the the series drops in May. I'm I'm hyped up, like it's it's something that very easily just warmed my heart and and reminded me that uh, amidst all the crap of the regular day and all the COVID stuff and all the the Russia versus Ukraine, you know, or Russia versus the world stuff that's going on, there's still stuff to look forward to. And this is definitely one of those things that um, I'm kind of like, yeah, if the world's going to go to shit, let me at least watch this series first, and then it can go to shit. So check it out. So they used Duel of the Fates, which bled right into Battle of the Heroes, which Danny was correct. And then they did the, the, that voice breathe at the end, which is so beautiful. Very. I, I, you know, and like me, I like to watch the trailers a few times, try to get different... Um, I always try to pull something different whenever I watch trailers. So, the music is what got me definitely the most. Uh, oh yeah, it just it just felt so Star Wars. Even though this is a limited series, so that means it could be only one season and maybe under ten episodes, which is fine. This is kind of this is kind of like a prequel to it, but this is a prequel to the original trilogy. Go ahead. Have most of the new stuff been? under 10 episodes i feel like mandalorian definitely has i think mandalorian's been about 10 episodes or less yeah boba fett was just like what eight episodes yeah yeah which that reminds me i still have to finish a book of boba fett oh it's beautiful i cried (laughs) oh man don't tell me that i'm not prepared i'm not ready for this be prepared it's so beautiful i watched it for hours um my take on this trailer is that i uh, as much as people were waiting for something to come out uh, with all the production uh, stoppages and COVID and everything, it just kind of threw this big delay. So for us to even see uh, footage. video footage, there you go, footage at this point in the game, it's kind of like, you know, I'm a little wary, but it looks movie quality, which is what's beautiful. But the biggest thing for me was the fact that they showed Obi-Wan sitting outside of the Lars homestead. And you get a brief 
uh, I guess cameo of Luke Skywalker. He's, he's creep- like ten years he's old. He's creeping out on a little kid. No, he's not. He, oh, come remember, on. I made the promise that he would over them. Kidding. Anyway, I know, I know. Don't do that. Don't be that guy. He's one of the few good ones left. Yeah. Let's not ruin him. Yeah. I thought that was a very touching thing. And the thing that, the, the thing that ran through my mind when I saw Luke Skywalker for the first time was, now that's pod racing. Oh, because he had the goggles. he looked like he was pod racing. Or He had goggles on too, didn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't I, remember. Yeah, I think I, he was wearing goggles. I, I don't know if they were. But but you know but you know what else I thought when he was doing that? He had to ride it like a bantha. Uh. Oh, <laughs> uh, file, but file both. Nope. Immediately. <laughs> so indiscriminately. No. So I then they show the Inquisitors, which I was like super excited. I didn't even know the Inquisitors would actually be shown. And then they showed the, that Inquisitor blade that spins, which got oh, me yeah, like, what? So the, cool. I was like, wow. But they the biggest, actually made it. The biggest, the biggest thing that I loved about that trailer was that they, they chose to go with Duel of the Fates. Yes. That makes, and then the biggest, that the biggest cameo that I could better. think of. No, it did. It made it better. But the biggest cameo that I could think of when they showed this trailer, I, I, was, just, I was just blown away. The biggest cameo that I think everybody's overlooking, Uncle Owen. Well, well, yeah. I mean, they they brought back the actor who played Uncle Owen from from Joel, the original trilogy, Joel Edgerton. He's, yeah, that was amazing. I thought that was great uh, for him to be such a big actor now, and they brought him back for this. I I think that's that's wonderful. But I think one thing was overlooked. It was the sand. Of course. And it gets everywhere. Uh, file. Oh, file. I agree. Hold on. You, uh. <laughs> I, I don't care what your boos are. I've seen, I've seen what makes you guys smile. Okay? Get out of here. Um, I, I, other than that, I think that trailer I think was good. It didn't show too much. It just kind of creates a little more mystique where we know that we're not going to be on Tatooine the whole series. And we uh, can I give you can I give you a hot take? Ooh, is it the sand? I, that's I'll hot? give you this. Hot, no, I'll give you a hot take. Okay, go ahead. I don't think it showed much of anything, which is good. I think it was very much just glamour shots of of where we're supposed to be visiting, and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm okay with that. It's definitely a, it, a and, teaser, you know, uh, mm-hmm. which is it, no, but I mean. In in a world where they give away everything in a two and a half minute trailer, basically for most movies, that's a godsend to finally get to get back to what trailers were supposed to be hype machines for the movie that give that's give you questions, not answers. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I like that. I'm sure they'll that's do another take. trailer down the line that will have more footage. Hopefully, they don't show. I hope not. Hopefully, they don't show Vader because we know Vader's going to be in this. Um, like even the Rogue One trailers did a good job of not showing Vader. Uh, and yeah, that, no, no, they didn't. Yeah, that could have been right. so easy to just put Darth Vader up there, and everybody would want to go see it. Obviously, it's easier I, now. I think the breathing is just perfect. yeah, yes. I think at the, the very end of the trailer, the they is... give that breathing because the music that they played at the very end of the trailer was the music that they the the fight of Mustafar. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is beautiful, mm-hmm. and and then they did the Vader breathe, and it, that was it. They cut it off. They did yeah. the whole Disney logo and the story. I'm okay with that. They, if, now, if they give us a trailer in a month, they will with a little more, which I'm okay with that. I'm you know what? We'll it. probably get one for uh, May 4th. That would be my guess. Ooh. So 
probably Star Wars Day. See, that, I I kind of figured they 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 would do that, or they would even surprise people and be like, "Surprise! Here's the first episode." Mm, I don't think so because Disney has slated uh, Moon Knight during that. That'll be like the last uh, one of the last two episodes that will be airing for Moon Knight on May fourth. Oh yeah, that's coming so, up soon. That's yeah. That, so Moon Knight's coming. Oh yeah, up. how soon is that? Uh, when is that? April. Oh really? I thought it was like in a week or two. Yeah, Moon Knight. Come- Maybe I'm, you I feel know, like the I hype machine is starting to turn on that one. I could be wrong. It could be next week. I don't know. It could be today. Man in the but chat. Moon Knight. But new. But Moon Knight is. Uh, I think it's like eight episodes, and the last episode airs. I think somewhere at the beginning or Mar- middle of May, March thirtieth. Oh, okay, there we well, go. There you go. So whatever. Yeah. Twenty nine BB only six. Episodes. Okay, so if you think about March thirtieth. That could, go six episodes. That's about May fifth, or yeah, it'll end May. right right after. It could, right as that ends, it gives us a two week period to cool off, think about that series, and then we get uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, which totally okay with that. I I think if I catch up with everything by then, I will watch week to week Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, dude, so I'm hoping to do that. You might not be able to catch up because, as we spoke about last week or the or the week before. Disney has officially announced that they are bringing the uh, Netflix Marvel shows to Disney Plus, like here in the U.S. Table flip. Which which means which means they had originally stated that the Punisher was going to be on Hulu, will now be now, on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Which I'm excited. I mean, I there's and but but you know who did got you see the other show? That? But did you see who got snubbed? Iron in the in the trailer. Yeah, they they snubbed they snubbed a Defender. They didn't show any footage of his show, which I thought oh, was yeah. kind of like, who cares? Eh, who cares okay, about Iron Fist? Man. Yeah, Iron Fist got snubbed. I mean, look, it's not like they're saying he's not going to be available there. He's there. It's just, you know, do we really need to see him? Not really. Yeah, he was kind of. Um, did you see character. the other show they included? Which show? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yes, I saw that. Now which, which, all seven seasons will be there to to stream instead of having to jump between multiple streaming services to see it all. Mm-hmm. It'll now all be in one place. Now here's the thing about Agents of Shield. Uh, I stopped about the third season at the end of the third season, and it just okay. got really hokey after that. I just couldn't watch. It I anymore. I stopped at like the third episode. I feel like we had this conversation before. I think I'm, I don't think we have. Not, we not might have in an unreleased episode. Yeah, it might be on a test flight somewhere. Wink, wink. Um. But yeah, so that's coming, and I'm very, very excited. But we're going to move on to another uh, part of our podcast. We're going to talk about wrestling. This is not something that we normally talk about, but I do want to incorporate it a lot more in our uh, in our future podcast. So, Lewis, take it away. Uh, okay, so starting off with the... <laughs> I just came up with this. Uh, to start off on the wrestling corner, uh, the big news coming out of last week was... Um. Okay. Everyone who diehard follows wrestling will know the name of Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, a lot. It's an indie circuit. A lot of guys that were in the early to mid two thousands came out of Ring of Honor. Um, I would even say it extends all the way out. That that era of Ring of Honor wrestlers coming to WWE definitely extends from maybe. 2002 to about maybe 2012 2015 or something like that 
Uh, we got guys like CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and uh, I'm trying to think of any others. There's a couple others out there, but those are the two big guys that I could think of. We also got a couple of uh, current guys from there. But now, when we last saw anything about Ring of Honor, uh, it was going on hiatus because it was negative, truly negatively impacted by the pandemic. They lost their TV sponsorship. They lost a lot of stuff. They were losing their indie wrestlers due to COVID restrictions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they, I'm not going to say they shuttered. They, they didn't close up shop completely. They just said, yo, we're taking a hiatus for, I think, a year at least. And they're going to come back into the fold eventually. Um, so we really hadn't heard anything about Ring of Honor since late 2020, maybe early 2021. And now, the beginning of this month, like a week ago, they had an interview segment on, I believe the show was, yeah, AEW Dynamite, which is their Wednesday night show on TBS. They had to- uh, the owner, Tony Khan, come out and explain that he is now the sole owner of Ring of Honor, which includes any trademarks and everything and the entire tape library of Ring of Honor. So now all of that can get folded into AEW, any past wrestlers that were from ring of honor can use those gimmicks and and video packages and everything the music and all that and so that that's huge that is two companies obviously a young up-and-coming and an old indie company coming together to really make something that can make waves against wwe yeah that's uh that's you know the one big thing that I caught out of that, and I, I think it was part of the, uh, what what was it, Rampage this weekend? That, it was uh, Revolution. This okay, Revolution. Their, their that, um, CM Punk came out to one of his old songs, right? That was used in Ring of Honor, correct? He he came out in his old Ring of Honor gear, the 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 basketball shorts, the um the two tone jacket, and he came out to his old AFI song. I forget what the name is i know i have it somewhere it's um yeah it's an old afi song he used to use in ring of honor so it was pretty cool and it's it's funny seeing the similarities between his dog collar match in ring of honor versus his dog collar match here at revolution Mm -hmm. it was pretty cool because you know it's harking back to those days you know they you know he they bleed they're they're allowed to bleed now in aew and actually it's one of the things that Jim Ross on the, I think, was it Jim Ross on the call? Or somebody recently um, said that it was a big reason for um, Daniel Bryan leaving WWE was because he personally went up to Vince McMahon and he said, Yo, honestly, I need to bleed. There are some matches where you just need the blood to be a factor in the match. And Vince said, that's something I will never be able to give you. And he left. Yeah, because it wasn't that whole blood thing. The, which, which, oddly enough, they did that this weekend on WWE's wrestling thing with uh, wasn't it uh the the fucking piece of shit? What's his face? They had blood. Um, Ooh, there's a lot of those. No, no, I, I fucking the guy they keep trying to push. They they Rain? keep cutting the roster so they could bring back. Oh. Uh, no, not Roman Lesnar. A uh, Bork Lesnar. Lesnar. And he was bleeding this weekend, and he was all smiling, and, and they're like, well, blood's back. It's like, what? So that's kind of a yeah, slap in the face for Daniel Bryanson, if, or 
I'm, Brian Danielson or whatever the hell he goes. So he nowadays. he's not allowed to bleed, but Brock Lesnar is. Yeah, it's such a fucking double standard. If that really happened, then yeah, that's that's one hundred percent true. They showed uh there was a clip of it. I, I don't know who he was wrestling this weekend, but he was all bleeding. He had that crimson mask, as they call it. Yeah. So f- funny enough, actually, uh, w- with all that as part of it, yeah, I think we had two, yeah, two matches: the the CM Punk MJF match, the dog collar match, uh-huh. and then the John Moxley versus Daniel Bryanson match. Um, Daniel busted open John Moxley in that match, mm-hmm. and then CM both CM Punk and MJF bled out um, during their respective dog collar match. Right. I mean, we'll so, get into that a little bit. It's interesting. Bit. But that's that's something that, like, used to be old school WWF. People bleeding, yeah, right? That was definitely attitude first, era. First blood matches. I, I remember those. Yeah, first person those to bleed loses. I, re- I remember I mean, watching when I was a kid. There was, like, one Stone Cold versus Kane. I was like, how's Stone Cold going to make Kane bleed? He's got a mask. But I think Stone Cold won. I don't remember. I have to go back and check. That's... Damn, that's a good question. Well, we can that's go back to somebody in our uh, friends group. We could ask them. But uh, Robopedia. Yeah, Robopedia. We'll probably be able to answer that question. Pretty. But unfortunately, he's not here to answer any questions. So, but, but I mean, it's it it's kind of sucks because I feel like, I mean, Brian has a point. There there are certain uh, there there are certain matches, certain feuds. That doesn't matter how many times you wrestle. If you really want to like get compelling storylines, mm-hmm. you gotta bleed. No, no, you're you know? right. You're absolutely. You take enough right. head. And 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 I get it. You know, Vince has kind of the uh, the ghost of wrestlers past with you know with redacted name here and a couple other wrestlers who you know succumbed to their head injuries. It sucks. But the reality of the situation is, if it calls for it, it calls for it. You know, you have a giant angry feud. Like, if we think back to semi-recent memory, when it was a big feud between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. if they had been allowed to that final match, just, just you know, bust their heads open, like actually take the anger and rage out on each other, I think that would have made a, made a more compelling. A blow off to the feud it it, it just seems like it at least it's to me possible. i don't i don't know but here's the other thing uh wrestling i mean i don't really keep up with it too much but i mean i'll catch clips here and there because it's some fun stuff to watch sometimes it's just it's just fun to see guys just go all out go ham on each other and it's like one of the best things to watch it's just it's entertaining it's in, it's entertainment for sure um I think there's a stigma that everybody gives wrestlers are like, oh, it's fake and all this. These people do put their bodies on the line, which which is true. Yep. And and I think I think when they when they bleed out like that, it's like they're they're giving their all. They're they're not they're not half assing mm-hmm. it. They're really they're really putting their bodies on the line. And I, I don't think that those wrestlers or, or people who aspire to be wrestlers get that kind of uh they get their due on that. So I, I I personally it's a it's athletic dude. So like to me it's it's amazing to see a dude do like a like a tornado flip off the top rope to land on on somebody's stomach or to do a bullfrog splash. 
or or a, or a code breaker in somebody's face. You know what I mean? It's it's a physical thing, and yes, it may be scripted, it may be staged, but still, somebody's got to pull that move off, and you have to be athletic. You, in a sense, you got to be at like what you would think would be peak at, uh, male athleticism. I totally give it up to those people. I couldn't do it, you know, but kudos to them. Hats off to them. I mean, Danny, do you have anything? I mean, I don't watch wrestling as much as I used to. In fact, I only watch it maybe four to five times a year at Rob's. Um, you know, I, I know it's scripted and always knew it was scripted. But like when I was younger, I never really had the appreciation. Like you said, and yeah, these guys are going out there every day, putting their bodies on the line. We know people have been hurt and killed and, and paralyzed. Um, you know, so yeah, they are athletic and they um, put their bodies on the line. And um, you know, I I think the the other bigger thing too is like some of these guys do suffer like traumatic brain injuries. Yeah, and then they go and they do like crazy things. It's like they, this is like football players. Like uh, at some point, you've hit your head too many times. I mean, you kind of you don't you don't know who you are at that point. Without sucks, without going into full details, we all obviously know what happened with Benoit. You know the the most. Yeah, that's somebody that I that I was gonna bring up earlier. Like, yeah, the most in the sense that like he was super crazy with what he did. He always used his head. Yeah, I always Um, remember from like the autopsy report, they said like his brain looked like that of an eighty year old Alzheimer's patient. Um. Yeah, that's the line that sticks out in my head about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you know, he had his own other personal demons besides just CTE. I don't know if he had any mental health struggles, you know, as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, the steroids and all that. I mean, the most the, the most I can equate that to is to uh, the Chargers when they were in San Diego with Junior Seau, where he was their uh, linebacker. Uh, when he committed suicide, he shot himself in the chest. And they did the brain autopsy. They were saying that his brain just... Yeah. It was it was to a point where, like, it looked like he was, like, an 80-year-old man with, with, like, severe brain injury. And he had to be in his 50s, I think, when he did that. And, I mean, he was a pretty young guy. And he was very loved and revered in San Diego. But, you know, when, when yeah, you put your body on the line like that, it's... It takes a toll mentally because your your brain is sloshing yeah. around in there, you know. So, yeah, and it's and it's not something like 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 we just said we jumped literally from wrestling to football. You know, it's it's the CTE problem isn't something that's you know wrestling exclusive or or even football exclusive. Correct. It, almost all sports that involve anything heading towards your head is gonna have some kind of a reaction like this. Right. Um, you know. You know who I else think, comes to mind? Uh, that UFC fighter. Um, he Ooh, he he jumped out the jar by men. I'm I'm trying to I can't remember his name, but he was he's one of those fighters that like you bust his head open and he keeps fighting. Nate Diaz. And I remember, or no, Nate no, no. Diaz. No, um, I can't remember his name. A couple years. Taroni. No, more than more. I'd say more than five years ago, he was on the 101 and he jumped right out of his car. Like, Ooh, like he that's... went that that crazy. Like he's. Uh, I think his name is Tony. Tony something. Um, Rick, if you can, if you can give me that name of that uh, UFC fighter. Um, oh, by the way, we got Rick back. 
he's got a couple comments which i'm going to bring up later in the uh in the next portion before we start the next portion but uh for sure um uh what's his name tony something uh, uh, can't think. See, the funny thing is i i put in ufc fighter 101 freeway uh -huh. and it brings up uh brendan schaub saving no kids from a uh, saving kids one. from a car wreck. but that one that's pretty amazing too that's that's kind of awesome tony ferguson tony. that's his name tony ferguson but he's still alive isn't he no no he's still alive but like he jumped out of he jumped out of his car during the 101 you know yeah that's not coming up at all I'm, I'm trying i'm trying to find it he uh he was like he was having a manic episode and he just i guess his wife was driving him to the doctors or something and he just jumped out oh here it is rick rick just posted it so i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it up here real quick tony ferguson wife's details ufc stars alleged frightening behavior taking of son in court filing so Tony Ferguson's wife filed a request for temporary domestic violence restraint um, after he allegedly took his son for six days from frightening incidents. This was a couple years ago. This had to have been... 2019. 2019, yeah. I found an article, March 15, 2019. Yeah. And, and he jumped out of his car while they were taking him. From what I remember, they were taking him to uh, the medical center. And he just jumped out of his car on the 405 freeway. That's what it was. Uh, so March 5th, Christina wrote that she picked up Tony to take him to the Keck Medical Center again. While they were driving there, they hit traffic on the 405 freeway in Los Angeles. While the car was moving, Christina wrote that Tony jumped out onto the freeway, ran away, and jumped over a fence and disappeared. He did make his way back to the family residence later. So... You know, it's scary when when you think about like what CTE can do to you, and like I can I can speak for that. You know, I I have like a little thing of CTE. Uh, when I was five, I fell on my head and I went into a coma. I you know this is not something I tell everybody, but it's gonna be out there in the world now. Um, I was five years old. I tried to jump over a fence, and my shoelaces. I was wearing LA Gears. I don't know if anybody remembers LA Gears, but it's super long shoelaces, double double shoelaces. I cleared the fence, shoelaces got caught, and I landed right on my head. And uh, my my aunt, unbeknownst to her, didn't know. This was like 89 um, when they were like the whole, you hit your head, you got to keep them awake was going. I told her I was kind of sleepy, and I went to, into a coma. I was in a coma for like four days. And ever since then, like the doctors are afraid that if I take another blow to the head of any kind, which I have, I've taken... Uh, I've taken like like basketballs, footballs. I've taken a hockey puck to the head. Damn. Um, but like something severe that could that could cause CTE. Now, I'm not saying that I have it, but I I I could almost I could almost say that I do. I guess because I've I've had so much head trauma, but I I've tried to keep myself, uh, you know out of it but every once in a while i gotta go to the doctor to, so they can check it out make sure that everything's okay up there in my noggin so um that's one thing that i'm afraid of like one day that i'm just gonna go cuckoo like like that like just go cuckoo crazy and just lose my mind you know so well i don't think you take as many shots to the head as like 
former Correct. football players or professional wrestlers. So I hope it doesn't happen, you know, obviously, but I think you definitely got that going for you. Yeah. No, no. And, and that's great. But we're going to go right back into wrestling again. It's talking about people who put their bodies on the line. It's like, yeah, that's what it is. So I think that's pretty amazing that these guys will put on a show and, and give their best. And then you got people who just don't care and they just go out there and have their hands in their pockets and that's their that's their whole gimmick. Pathetic. Well, okay, let's be honest. Orange Cassidy is fucking hilarious. No, I know, I know. I, I like he, to rag it, on him. On, if if I could show you the highlights, he because he, he was in a in a was it six man or seven? He was in a multi man uh ladder match mm -hmm. that same night and everything having to do with Orange Cassidy that night was fucking hilarious did he win perfect no Aww. he didn't win. he did not win Aww. well but pathetic but he he won my he won the I best laughs of the won, night he won the people's heart yeah and it's all about the hearts you win along the way how did i know that was coming oh <laughs> okay lame. all right we're gonna find a good stopping point right here so let's give ourselves a moment to take it all in And now we're going to talk about something uh, I think we all had an opportunity to watch. Teletubbies. Sure. Rick. <laughs> and now here's something you'll really like. You know, wait. Well, everybody, ha ha. Quick, quick. We're all going to watch a movie, ha ha. Oh, quick. Before we get into that, go ahead. I'm the Dark Knight, yuck. <laughs> I was... Well, I got some, some news from Variety, which is going to kind of bleed into the, the, what we're going into. So uh, Aquaman 2, Flash delayed to 2023. Shazam movie moved to Christmas 2022 as Warner Brother release date shuffles. So a lot of these movies that were supposed to release this year, so much for, uh, as according to, to Rick, uh, so much, let's see, what did he say? So much for DC having a big year in 2022. They're moving all their shows, everything that they had scheduled for this year, it's moving to next year. So Aquaman, The Last Kingdom, and The Flash got pushed from 2022 to 23 due to COVID-induced production delays. The show, uh, the Jason Momoa starring sequel was moved from December 16, 2022 to March 17, 2023, while Ezra Miller's first solo outing of The Speed, or The Flash, I should say, is speeding away from November 4, 2022 to June 23, 2023. Also, what's also getting pushed back is Black Adam is being pushed back from October 21st, 2022. And DC's League of Super Pets is moving to June 29th. Uh, is moving to May 2022. And then Shazam is moving from June 2nd, 2023. Which is moving up to December 12th, 2022. Just in time for the Christmas season. So we got that. So much for uh, DC having a good year this year. Yes, not. I do. Um, um, I do think the Batman covered all of it in terms of quality. <laughs> so, um, oh yes, you know. So let's uh, let's set the stage. Let's set the mood a little bit, guys. Obviously, if you can't tell, I'm the Riddler looking down. Yeah, I can. Add a, I, I, a man. I didn't know where you were creep, going with that. 
no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm editing that out. Uh no, so I, so I this movie now. this movie I think was pretty good. <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave it in. Uh I think this movie was pretty good. It was it was fantastic, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was pretty fantastic. My only issue with it was about ten minutes in, I had to pee. That's a- so really Oh, that sounds like a problem. Yeah, I was, problem, I was about no, to no, say no, no, that. No, hold on, that hold on, sounds hold on. like a you problem. So, no, no. So I saw <laughs> so I saw it in Mexico. Okay. With a special someone. Claudia, you're getting a shout out. I know you listen, so Claudia, thank you for uh going to see the Batman with me. Uh and your friend Paula. Who does to her too? Uh we saw we watched it and originally they played it in Spanish. No, it, it took forever for them to even do it. They skipped the trailers, they played the movie in Spanish. About five minutes in, they had to cut it, had to restart to put it in English with subtitles because that's what it was paid for. So I got to see the Riddler bash this dude's head in twice. It was pretty gruesome, and I loved it. So beautiful. But, Danny, tell us what you think. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So, Danny, uh, give us your take. Now that we've all seen it together, no, well, not together, but now that we've all seen it, uh, I say this is the best interpretation of Gotham City that I've seen in film, where it shows it's gritty, it's raw, it's real. Um, I think that the makeup was fantastic because I did not know that Colin Farrell was the Penguin. Yeah, the the makeup definitely was um, something else entirely. Yeah. And then you know, you know the beautiful thing about this film was the dichotomy of Bruce Wayne and Batman being two separate entities. Like Batman was the real Bruce well, Wayne. Well, I think I film. think they always kind of say that. Like Batman Begins has No, no, but I mean this no, but this one I think was a lot of grittier. It was very it was way grittier and you could tell that he was him and Jim Gordon were like trying to be detectives and they bungled it every step of the way, but that is all part of getting to become the greatest detective. And well, to say that bat that that Batman was the real Bruce Wayne or or you know, the, the dichotomy of the two characters as one where where you had Bruce Wayne talking more and he was more like in in the clubs and all that. And then you had Bruce Wayne who was like, "Hello. I'm Bruce Wayne." I'm going to be very brooding and not say too much. You know, I, I think that was really good, too. That was a good take. I, I think he played a very fantastic Batman. Danny, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Bruce Wayne is not really... I mean, he's a character in this movie, but it's definitely the most we've seen of a Batman on screen. And to go on the points about, like, the detective, uh, part of Pattinson's performance... Just him standing there, you could kind of like see through the mask and the mouth and the motions that his brain is moving and solving the crimes and thinking about that. I definitely got that vibe from it. Riddler, definitely creepy as hell. Uh, It was great to see the detective side of Batman. Um, You know, my criticism, I don't remember if we talked about it last week. Um, My criticisms, one, I think the movie was a little long. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I, I, I do like long movies. Usually you get to focus a lot on characters. Uh, it probably could have been trimmed. Originally, um, with the third act, 
the big and I I know Jaime, you and I talked about this earlier. You know, I disagree with you on well, that. Well, but, yeah. well, my my viewpoint has changed. I I still maintain the whole showdown in the stadium, uh, the Gotham Square Garden, was kind of a different in tone. I mean, I always liked it. It was never like I thought. Well, this is dumb and should be taken out. I just thought it didn't fit the tone that they were the detective mode that they went through for the whole movie. But uh, in retrospect and thinking about it, because I haven't got my second viewing in yet, I I do like it because it did kind of lead to Batman becoming the savior of Gotham and accepted by the people, which in itself is a different interpretation of Batman because usually he's still getting hunted by the cops and, you know, that fine line between vigilante and, you know, cop and whatnot but um uh, after thinking about it you know uh still i think it's slightly out of place in terms of the movie and probably would have liked to seen a confrontation where batman gets the punch of the riddler you know but uh no i mean i still loved it i enjoyed it and uh i thought it was a great awesome movie i'm sorry sir but i'm gonna have to disagree with you i think that last showdown i think really showed how scary the Riddler can be when he uh, gets his, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? His followers to do his bidding. So, you know, in a sense, it's like you, you get a bigger sense of like, and, and it's a real thing where you can, you can, uh, you can arm people with, a, with an idea and they just run with it. And you just, you just give them the seed. They run with it. You tell them, you can storm the Capitol and stop the vote if you just run in there and you stop them. It's that kind of shit, you know? And, and you arm them with, with an idea. That, that's, that's, that's the thing that I went with. Lewis, what do you uh, think? Uh, what do I think? I honestly, I, I like the movie. The movie was uh, very much, it, it was super strong in my opinion. I, I liked it. I do... I did walk into the movie with a lot of hesitation with uh, Robert Pattinson as far as, well, I mean, I we all did. You guys hadn't seen him in, uh, in Twilight and all that stuff. I had. I did, did see all the other Twilight. movies. I've seen, I've also seen Harry Potter. Isn't he in it for like Harry all Potter, of five seconds? And he dies. Yeah, he dies yeah, almost he dies. immediately. No, he has a... Yeah, no, immediately in he, the fourth movie. He has he, he has died. he's throughout the whole movie because Harry Potter wants to uh date the one Asian chick, uh, but she wants to date Robert Pattinson instead. So no, he dies in the fourth movie. At the beginning of the fourth movie, he's in a tent and he blows up. No, he dies End of story. No, he Voldemort he gets killed by uh, uh Wormtail. He gets okay, killed. We're getting off We're getting hella off, off subject here. Come on, check. Check, check Shows your, how much I've seen I have Harry not Potter. seen any Harry Potter, and I gave up on this conversation five seconds in. Damn, he just he just fact checked um, us. Anyway, shit. Uh, I okay, go ahead. You know, I I wanted to, I wanted to hate this version of Harry Potter. Uh, I wanted to hate this version <laughs> of the Batman, but uh, no, he really opened up my eyes a lot more. It, it definitely felt. You know, considering that this is year two of Batman, you know, he's he's kind of fresh. It's mm -hmm. he's oh, yeah, he's still young. He's you know, he kind of gets in his own way with a lot of the stuff that happens in the movie. Um, 
it it, it fits he he fits you know also i like the fact that mm -hmm. again it's year two so he may not have been training like this you know to to become like the superhero or whatever for a long time yet so he is still kind of skinny but he has some definition to his to his muscles and stuff like that he doesn't look huge like ben affleck looked but he also doesn't look worn down like maybe val kilmer used to look and stuff like that like he's kind of in between he's kind of building that you see the the building blocks there for like the big muscles to come later i want to point something out and i thought it was a very very key detail as it is with most batman movies at some point he takes off his shirt uh -huh. or you see him without a shirt he got the scars he yeah. had scars which you don't you rarely ever see with a batman it's like they they got that perfect physique no he had blemishes and he had scars so you could tell he's been in some big battles and he's been yeah. he's been I, in the and shit. that definitely comes you know with a young you age that, that suit that definitely looked, comes with a young realistic. age because he right. maybe just went out there on his own kind of in year one probably he probably just went out there on his own and just like ah i can throw hands and then he realized oh these fuckers have bats and shit whoops and you know built up from there yeah which which leads to him yeah he, which leads to him having that military the militaristic armor he does uh that was a big key thing yeah he does get beat up a bit you know which kind of makes it realistic um you know, because he's in the club and they punch him and they hit him with a bat and they shoot at him. Although I, I he threw the bat at that one uh, cop. That's that was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, you know what other scene I thought was really cool at the very beginning when they're fighting those like Joker esque yeah. looking dudes, and you see the different the bat signal and they're looking at it and they're like, oh shit. Oh, and so everyone. You don't know you don't know where he's gonna come from, and then he just comes out on the on the and platform. That, and just that was a great monologue. Shit out of those guys. That was a great monologue. That's what else I loved about it. It felt like a film noir. Oh, this whole movie you know? felt like so film noir. Was... Definitely. Yeah. And you know what else? You know what other thing? I think another element that most Batman films they're good at, but I think this one really amped it up to 10 or 11 as you would say oh the music was absolutely excellent the music uh, was crescendoing at the michael giacchino did a great job building. on the score especially the the yeah, unnervingness dude. of the riddler theme was too sweet yes and then and then okay so one thing and danny i'm gonna have to say it danny was right i was wrong the way that the Riddler's outfit looked really added to the 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 like the fear, and and it made it so good. It's especially that first scene where the mayor is walking by and you don't know the Riddler's there, and then you just get the flash of light, and he's just standing there, uh, yeah. and he doesn't even move. You just see his like eyes follow him. You see. You see, no, you see the light yeah. off his glasses, and you're yep. like, oh, no. Yeah. And then and then he gets his head beaten in. I uh, saw that twice, by the way. Someone, oh, I yeah. I saw it in Spanish, and then they had to stop the film, like, five minutes in, and then they had to reset it to English. I am so glad. English. Oh, my God. That was so I, unnerving to I'm watch right that. Now. I, I am like, so Ugh. glad this is recorded, because we finally have confirmed audio that you are wrong about something. Boom. Boom. Control <laughs> just got beat. Yeah. You're done. Roll the clip. No, I didn't. Roll it. Roll. I did. Roll the clip. Roll the clip. Roll the clip again. Roll it again. And Danny, I'm going to have to say it. Danny was right. I was wrong. 
I want it as my ringtone yeah, now. See, there you go. See, I can admit when I'm wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong. Uh, th- this this movie definitely. Um, if if this is where we're going, we're gonna move on forward with as far as new new Batman movies, and this is our new Batman for the DCEU. I'm all for it. I am I am more than happy to go and I I will pre-buy a bunch of Batman tickets with Robert Pattinson in it. Give me Zoe Kravitz as well because goddamn she is tasty looking and precious and beautiful and she can get it. She can get you know it. What else? She can get it. I don't care. She can get it right now. Yesterday, today. You know what else was really amazing in this film? The car. The reveal, yes, the reveal of the Batmobile and the engine revving. That was amazing. That, and just Dude, the just fire. The, just the jet engine going off and you see the flame. Oh, the reveal of the Batmobile was, oh, so sweet. Holy shit. The Fast and Furious could never do a car chase that cool. They could never do it. No. Well, they well they have that 26. I don't give a race. damn. It still didn't yeah. fucking feel like. All of the car chases in the Fast and Furious, I did not feel like there was a possibility of failure. Throughout this chase on the freeway with Batman versus Penguin, I there were moments where I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to get crushed. Oh, damn, he's going to lose him. Oh, fuck, Penguin got away. And it's just like that final shot when Penguin got T-boned. With By the way, walking upside did, down? did you notice yes. the little audio? behind any time it was definitely in that walk from the fire it might have been on the walk at the beginning uh to beat up the thugs did you notice whenever he takes steps and they cut out all the audio but his steps there's a little jangle of like cowboy spurs in the background a spur yeah like he's a lone gunslinger i i I thought i was crazy when i heard i i I hooked onto that immediately and i thought about it as Sure, everyone refers to him in the comics as the world's greatest detective, but I think he's not there yet in this continuity, but he is definitely a lone gunslinger in a lawless town. Oh, that's perfect. You know what else? They, uh, they kept calling him Vengeance. What are you going to do, Vengeance? So Vengeance, what are you going to yeah. do? And I, I love that. Well, yeah, because he, he, had, he hadn't adopted the Batman moniker yet. I think this is definitely... He he, no they they called him. But he the didn't. Batman. But he didn't refer to himself as the Batman. Uh, you know, he referred to himself as yeah, he Vengeance. He, they kept calling him Vengeance. Well, I think I, I think, was kind of hoping. I think gonna, that was were, just his theme, you know, because that he was no. But he says it. He says it when he know, com- like when the he confronts the, the thugs. The- he says it. They ask him like, "Who the hell are you?" He's like, "I'm Vengeance," and like that's. Yeah, but I think and he beats the shit out of that person. Yeah, like, I think that like, was just his like, you know, call to them, like, you know, like I'm gonna fuck you up. To, call to action. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that was necessarily uh, him. It going it, by it that may be name, something to to consider you know, because, in 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 future rewatches because there will be future rewatches of this movie to to pick up on everything. Um, definitely will be. I, well, because even um the the first Riddler note at the mayor's death says the batman and then when he talks to alfred you know i i'm I'm pretty doesn't he go he's writing to the batman or something yeah yeah i i just i do i mean i I just go and again i i'm I'm probably wrong i'm i'm always going to preface everything that i say like this as with a probable i'm probably wrong but 
it 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 definitely felt like he was trying to not use the batman name he's trying to go he's trying to make himself be the vengeance first and then he realized like mm-hmm. well that's not really a good symbol for the for the people and so all right i'm just gonna go with the batman from and, now on and you know they 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 really did that at the end of the film that that's the one thing that i he I had to earn it and that scene where he's beating the shit out of the 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 thugs the at the very end in that uh oh God. that arena Madison Square Garden end, at Gotham Arena yeah at the Go- Gotham Gotham, arena. Gotham Square Garden Gotham Square Garden you know they could they could have came um, up with a different at the very name. end when he falls into the water and he reaches out and his hands out there he said no not you the 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 little the little yeah. white kid first please and then the mayor. At, at that moment, I like I knew like okay, he's he's finally accepting the fact that he has to be the symbol. At that point, because when he's walking away and he's leading everybody out of the water, like when they're following behind him, he's mm-hmm. at the the head of that line, and and then he gives that little soliloquy at the end of, I have to become something more. I have to be something he has better. To build upon it, yeah. So he, 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 I think he came to that realization, like I, I yeah. have to be better. Because vengeance, and that I think, to I think, me he, was I think at one point thing. he even says, or or he tries to say that vengeance isn't something that's sustainable, but hope is. And I, I like right. that. It's definitely mm-hmm. you know a darker version of Batman's you know Superman symbol. I mean Superman's uh, S symbol on its chest. The darker version of that, but that's always what he's been. He's always been the darker version of Superman. That's why they call him the Dark Knight. Yeah, and Bat Batman, Batman always has to be dark. But does he know? have to be this dark? Um, yeah. Does he have to be a dark roast from the from the scourges of Colombia, like a hot espresso? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know. Oh, that's another thing I I appreciated about this Batman. No silly voice. He didn't have the gravelly. He didn't have the silly <laughs> gravelly voice. He was just like, tell yeah. me more. Like it didn't have to be. Where no, is he, he? He just. Where is he? He legitimately oh, sounded tougher like, in the like, suit, it, but that was just that. like. That was more of an inflection than putting on a voice. Yeah. yeah. And and when he was Bruce Wayne, he was more meeker and very very quiet. Did, did the lack like, of did the lack of Bruce Wayne again, hinder the movie for you guys? No, no, not at all. No. I think this this should have been like in a strict Batman movie, but for them to show. Bruce Wayne, the way that they did, does perfect. the lack of yeah, it was a great uh, different take. Like I said, the dichotomy of the two halves of the Batman, of Bruce Wayne and Batman as two different entities, like you could really see it there. Oh, and then after after this thought, then I'll bring something up. I know oh, Lewis was gonna no, I mean, well, oh, Lewis, I was gonna, gonna piggyback that question with does the lack of Alfred hinder the movie? No, I I think I think. It was it was good because usually you see Alfred always uh, Master Wayne uh, blah 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 oh here's the answer to the question and it's like he didn't let Bruce, he didn't let Batman get the answer on his own like to figure it out on his own where he did here and that one scene where he's in the hospital bed like telling him that like yeah I confronted uh, Maroni or whoever uh, what's his face Falcone uh, Falcone. Not Maroni. Falcone. I, I talked to Falcone and, you know, 
he said that somebody murdered his dad, and then he's out. No, I can't be for certain that Falcone didn't murder. You know, I think Falcone murdered your dad, and it kind of at that point it kind of put two things in his head. Like I can't really trust the bad guys because can't take them for their word, but I have to figure it out on my own and come to that conclusion on my own. And Alfred kind of helped him along a little bit, but not like where he's in past films where Alfred's always feeding him an answer. And, you know, he magically comes up with, he, he figures it out, you know? I, I, I like that. Like, Jeremy Irons did a really good version of uh, mm-hmm. Alfred, I think. He did a really good version, but I think, um, what's the name? Michael Kine? Andy Circus. Oh. Andy Circus. there you go. Andy Circus. I was going to say Gollum because that's, <laughs> that's what what I, I more, to more ass, but <laughs> no, but okay. But Andy Circus like did a fantastic job. Oh yeah. As Alfred, I think. And, and so I think this is a really good movie in the sense that it's a good Batman movie. And if they don't make any more, it was, it, it's a good movie. Oh, it, it they're going on its own. They're going to make more. Oh, no, no, obviously they're going to make more, but if this were the only movie they made, it it stands on its own as one of the best Batman movies yeah. out there. A little long, but when something's it was this good. long and it's this good, and I want to see it again. When it's this long and not a good movie, you oh, feel yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Danny, you had a thought. Yeah. So, uh, what do we think about the Joker? I would have. I don't know. You didn't like it. No, I, would, I didn't care for it. I would. I get it. It could be a studio mandated thing to have the Joker in there because. Well, here's him, but... here's here's the thing. They said uh, Matt Reeves, the director, said earlier in the movie there was a deleted scene where the Batman goes to Arkham to talk with the Joker to get in the mind of a killer to help find the Riddler, but that scene got cut. Which I'm, is okay. So it would have been like I'm a okay. Hannibal Lecter thing, which is like kind of what Calendar Man was in the Long Halloween. You know. But mm-hmm. Matt Reeves, that, he said Joker probably won't be the next. I villain. hope not. Which we can again, shelve Joker I for. I, I feel like Joker can be shelved for like another movie or two before we actually revisit that. Um, you know who I'd like to see, and I know Matt Reeves would like to see him. Mister, he was making a like giant push to make Mister Freeze the next one. Which honestly, if 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 it gets done, I'm, I mean, I was already sold, but that'd be great. If if they can if they can do it the way they did it in the animated series, holy shit! Yeah, I, I'm sold. I'm good. Yeah, he's also mentioned Hush. Hush uh, would be insane. Red Hush. Oh, Hush would be badass. And the Court of Owls. Yeah, uh, Robert Pattinson wants the Court of Owls. Uh, I would love to see that. How, you know, that might be a little bit better to establish. How Batman much of an influence do you think? them coming out and talking about this stuff is is gonna have with warner brothers or does warner brothers already have an idea it could do they have a timeline well they're no, i think i think it, this, could, this could i push it along a little bit i i think they're gonna let matt reeves do his thing you know i i think they're gonna kind of make it like auteur driven and just let matt reeves do what he wants to do um you know this has been a big critical hit um you know it's been making a lot of money too uh, so I say let Matt Reeves do what he wants to do. You know, he's a good established director. Uh, if he wants to do Mr. Freeze, let him do Mr. Freeze, you know, and, um, do we have a preference? I, I, th- as uh, be- between what's been said, Court of Owls, Hush or, or Mr. Freeze. 
I mean, it's freeze. It's sure. all speculation. Um, you I would know, love to see Mr. Freeze. It would be good to see a new Mr. Freeze, uh, freeze done well. Uh, but I, I also wouldn't mind seeing something newer like Hush or the Court of Owls. Um, you know, but we'll see. Whatever, whatever they do, I'm sure it'll be the best move. Or something that really wasn't mentioned that, which I don't know if it was. I doubt it. I think it was something else completely. But there was that moment in that fight where he was like, he got shot in the chest. He's heaving and he's like trying to will oh. himself to get up and he can't. And then he pulls out that yeah. little green vial. Now, the question, the question that's on everybody's mind is, what is it? Is it Venom? Or is it adrenaline? Tom Hardy was not in this movie. And I think. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, Venom, that. that see. Well, double see, the Tom joke Hardy. Worked, double Tom yeah, Hardy the joke reference. Works twofold. Oh, shit. I just accepted your yeah. ass. No, no. I, I just got it. I just got it. Fuck. Three times. <laughs> he, he, yep. Yep. I got just got. We got triple exception there. Um. Bane, the Bane, I don't know if Bane exists in that world. I really don't. But whatever he injected himself with, it made him angry enough to get up. So I see. Yeah, I'm with you. That's adrenaline. Yeah, that's my take. But if they go like the comic route, you know, like I I sent it to you earlier, Jaime. Like, there was a storyline, Batman Venom, where Batman takes Venom first. And, you know, then he kicks it because it. Uh, you know, makes him angry and whatnot, and then Bane was introduced a couple years later with Venom, of course. I mean, you know, his mm-hmm. his super. I mean, steroid. so is that equivalent to Iron Man's Demon in the Bottle? No, because mm, I don't think so. I would I would say the Dark Knight Rise or the Dark Knight is the Dark Knight Returns is the best Batman story. Yeah, that would be Demon in the Bottle. Is is would would Batman be Venom cool. not be an addiction story, or was it not an addiction story? Well, I mean that's. Yeah, I mean, I think it is a little bit, but well, I, I think by when you bring up Demon in the Bottle, because that's usually regarded as Iron Man's oh, best comic. Oh, in story. that regard, yeah, I can see that. So uh, that, yeah. Th- yeah, I haven't read Batman Venom. I just know the general basics of it. Mm. Okay, so overall, real quick, everybody's gonna give a one minute summary of what they thought. A plus, B, C, whatever, whatever grade you want to give it. You could give it a letter grade. You give it a number grade. You give it a Wait. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Danny, your take? Uh, yeah, Batman was great. Loved it. Want to see it again? A plus. Lewis. Uh, Batman was fantastic. I loved it. Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Please call me. Uh, a minus. Wow. A minus. Um, I want to watch it again. I want to watch it in IMAX. Uh, maybe I missed a couple details there here and there, but uh, I'll give it an A plus. With that being said, Danny, give us your final thoughts yeah we talked a lot today obi-wan looking forward to it you know and he's got his home planet that he's from that he went there without dying uh actually no do we even know what his home planet is uh no but it, i don't think so but you know he's on anakin's home planet although anakin didn't die there but there was sand there i'm totally it was coarse and it got everywhere and it got everywhere uh, yeah, so Obi-Wan looks great. Uh, wrestlers, take care of yourselves uh, for your entertainment. Batman, awesome. That's all I got. Uh, I'm going to go die on my way to my home planet. So peace out, everyone. It's been a pleasure. Dab. Ew. And Danny's gone. Lewis, All right. Thoughts? 
All right, gentlemen, it's been fun. It's been great. It's been a hell of a ride. Uh, final thoughts. We'll go over it quick. Obi-Wan, I'm excited. My boys are tingling. My loins are ready. Um, AEW, keep doing what you're doing because you are doing the Lord's work and you are bringing entertainment back to wrestling. And the Batman, I mean, like I said, A minus. It's a it's a recommended must watch of the year. And if you could watch it in either IMAX or Dolby, I saw it in IMAX. It was definitely worth the the extra couple bucks. Do so if you can. If not, at least catch it once in theaters. That being said, I want to thank everybody for listening out there. Uh, like I said at the top of the hour, wherever you may be, however you may be hearing us, um, you know, talk to us. Let us know what you think. Uh, please. Uh, don't be shy show us around to everybody else out there with that being said i love you guys thank you so much for supporting us and listening to us uh let's go through let's go through all the usual suspects black lives matter artist lives matter support your local comic book shop mask up backs up booster up wash your hands wash your face and wash your ass love you guys paciente y femi gente let's go and I want to give a voice to the voiceless. Uh, Rick brought up the car chase. Amazing. Uh, he brought up the Nirvana song, uh, Something in the Way, which was so perfect for that film. And Rick's rating, A+. That's our show, everybody. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who's listening. Please pass us on to your friends. We want to at least get to 100 people who like us on Facebook. We can get a little bit of analytics, guys. So please make it happen. Pass us on to your friends. Pass us on to your enemies. Pass it on to anybody who you think would enjoy this podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Nerdolution Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Nerdolution. And then finally, we have a pod page, podpage.com slash Nerdolution Podcast. And finally, I'd like to say thank you to my family because I think you guys are my family. I love you guys and I hope that we can meet. I hope we can shake hands. I hope we can hug. But if we can't, just remember, Mask up, backs up, booster up. I hope to see you guys soon. Love you guys. Peace.